Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, patch 3.55a is here, and man, do we have a show. <laughs> that's, that's the best way I could think to put it. Take that, good, bad, however you will. Oh, by the way, Sly, people got to see a little bit of your dancing at the uh, start of the show. I'm okay. I'm just making sure you know. Yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy. Of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. You my boy, Blue. How you doing, Sly? Meh. Meh. I don't blame. So I'm going to Sly let me know before the show. He's in super exhausted mode. That in a pretty boring match. <laughs> Come no, on. I'm not even going to mince words about it. It's. I, I prefer to just mince onions and put them in my in my stew. What kind of stew? Beef. Good move. Yeah, yeah, good one. Yeah, so um, that's that's gonna be the the primary topic for today's stream is gonna be three point. We have some other fun things to mention. Some obviously with the new format, which uh, I hope those of you on YouTube enjoyed the new format because I did remember to do annotations for it, so that way people could jump from topic to topic. A, a long requested thing. First state of the realm. Even Slice told me to do that, and I didn't do it. <laughs> so I was like, Haps, have you ever thought of doing that? Like, he goes to the comment section and reads. Like, Slice, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm Sly now. It's like, Mike, have you ever thought of doing that? And be like, yeah, but it takes a while. <laughs> so now it's a lot easier to do. So uh, hopefully. And this is what it looks like with only two people on, which is, this is our first time seeing that. So we're, like, diagonal from each other. I can look down at you like this. So that way when I'm upset with you, I'm already looking down. No, you gotta I wait. No, you gotta look the other way. There you go. There you go. Awesome. Alright. Uh, but anyway, the topic of the of the show is as everyone would have guessed it, is going to be uh, patch 3.55A. Is it really Is it really a patch though? A No, it's half a patch actually. Yeah. 3.55A and 3.55B. Hell, I wouldn't even call it half a patch. <laughs> hey, there was, there was, there was uh, anima, there's anima nerfs here. That's a patch. To be honest, that probably was the best part of the patch for the people who are on the Umbrite step. Probably. Yeah. All right. So um, we're going to start by going through the, uh, the patch notes for the most part, mm -hmm. and that's how we're going to sort of uh, break this apart. Um, that being said, expect us to go off on a few tangents because our hot topic for the day is not going to be the first thing that we talk about because I just changed the scene to say 3.55a, so I want to wait a little longer. Because <laughs> <laughs> last week when I was doing them, like the first four overlays I made were like gone in seconds because it was like, okay, intro, then topic, then hot news, then current topic, and it just like burned through them all right from the beginning. Well, I think uh, it's only fair, and it's funny because I have to change it anyway, I think. Um, <laughs> It's only, it's only fair that um, we talk about the animal weapon first, uh, because the very first quest on the patch notes is something we're going to save for a little bit later. Um, and uh, so, Sly, I have a really important question for you. Sure. When you're following a story, right? Uh-huh. And the story tells you it's over. <laughs> and I then, know where you're going. And then, I know where you're going. And then, uh, then about, you know, a few weeks later... Here is the next step. Why do you think when they did the 270 step, they went out of their way to tell us it was over when they had actually already officially commented and said, hey, there's another step after this one? <laughs> this is 
basically the story of 3.0 in terms of not only, you know, plot completion, but actual um, game completion in terms of, you know. Game sense, I think. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. It because, doesn't even really know where it wants to be. <laughs> exactly, because we had we have a few plot points that are completed that didn't, that saw a little bit of completion, but really are still incomplete, in my opinion. And this one, uh, the anima, we kind of knew that we were going to, like you say, you say we're done, but we kind of knew that we were going to get this last step um, yeah. to to make to make it pretty much two seventy five. Some cases best in slots, some not. Um, no, it will always be. There's no way you. Ma the only way this weapon isn't bis is if you were just if you just said fuck it and put debt parry on the whole thing. <laughs> There's no way that like people. There's no way they didn't do well, it. Well, right. I well I came to find out that uh, there was like because of the well for goons, um, I guess Derby released like new stat weights and everything, and went back and looked at mine, and mine were a little bit different. So it might not be official official best in slot, but like, luckily yeah. you can change it. Yeah. And they just nerfed, and they just nerfed the 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 Umbrite step, so you're good to go. That was the step where you, you changed. Do you the honestly think I'm going to go back and? Yes, you will. Shit? No, I won't. Yes, you will. No, you're, fair, you're gonna... there's, re there's really no reason to. I mean, don't you already have exactly. the Alexander? You already have the Alexander spear. Yeah, yeah. So like, what's, the, what's the Alexander spear have on it? Um, but uh, it and it does have it doesn't have crit. I'm trying to remember what it has. I, I can't. Luckily, the chat will tell us if we are unable to yeah. to remember. Uh, uh yeah. but one question that's on my mind, how far, not only speaking of anima, speaking of, well, let's start with anima. How far do you think this is going to take us in full point? So that's actually a question I got a lot today because now the quest is complete. Yeah. Complete. I'm hoping. Um, and the, you know, a lot of the, the point of the animal weapon is that it's supposed to be this, this, we've created a living being. Mm -hmm. That you know travels alongside us and, and learns and powers up. So does that matter? Like, am I just gonna go into Eureka, and say like this weapon? It means so much to me. Destroy it. Give me something better. <laughs> the anima's gonna be like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? I thought we were friends. No, you're. I have you as a minion. I'm getting rid of this piece of shit. All right. Can you increase <laughs> the item level? No. Then shut the fuck up. I gotta take care of this. All right. You know what I mean? So. That just speaks to gear progression and gear progression in general. Um, what we would hope for and wish for a kind of gear progression for all these sentimental items that we worked so hard on and grinded umbrights before they got nerfed and did all the shit before it got nerfed. And this is my weapon that I've had for the majority of 3.0, and now it's completely useless. Like, do you do you ever think we'll get that kind of? gear progression to where we can actually take our weapons that we quote unquote have sentimental value for and you know we you know actually there's actually already a way to do that don't say glamour glamour i'm so sentimental about this i will glamour it and i will wear it forever and then like a patch later you're like mm. <laughs> it's not really in style right now <laughs> true <laughs> Oh man! I, I think of something, and we were talking about this game earlier. I think of something like Neo and what they do with soul matching. Um, 
Yeah, that would be kind of a good that you know what this entire quest line was soul matching. That's why that's why so those quests have those names, Soul Without Life. Yeah. <laughs> that accurately describes my feelings in uh you know in completion. Um but now let's talk about so I mentioned the Umbrite nerf, so real quick, we mm -hmm. were predicting recently what those nerfs would actually be. They seem to have gone the simplest possible route. They cut the cost for it in half with lore tombstones. It's lore is still the only way to get them. And right. they added an additional way to get crystal sands in that you trade, I think it's one of each, a bone, a shell, a seed, and what's the last one? I shall seed. You know, I have the patch notes right here, and yet I am not using them. Um, or... I should know ore. I get those from maps all the time. Like, those just drop from maps nonstop. Uh, so, yeah. And so now you can trade one of uh, each of those items for a crystal sand. Uh, which, in case you're wondering, for Beast Tribe quests, it's one bone shell or seed, depending on which Beast Tribe it is, uh, per one token. So you could feasibly, if just looking at a Realm Reborn, you could even just do th three sands a day if you had those all capped out without even having to do the leave trick or gatherer scripts or crafter scripts or any of that stuff, which are still the better methods in my opinion. Or you probably have the currency stacked up anyway because you do beast tribes on a day. I literally just spent about 300 beast tribe tokens on ventures because I was just like, <laughs> why do I have all of these? Like I had 98 steel ammo jocks and like, yeah, like I think I had like 61 Vanu white bones or something they're, like that. They're sitting in my retainers right now. Yeah. Oh man, uh, maybe it's just the a realm or I mean, maybe it's just the uh, the heavensward ones. Yeah, I was, it was it was one each. I thought it was one each. Maybe it's maybe it's more per each one. I guess it depends on which beast tribe it is. Um, I don't remember, but either way, it's just a new way to get sand. Um, that's I mean that's good. It's it's the simplest way they could have nerfed the umbrite. It sucks for people who bought all umbra who've been buying umbrites this whole time, thinking mm -hmm. it was gonna be like maybe like the thing I suggested, and then it's this, and they're like. Well, congratulations. Now you got to go do A1 Savage. Because <laughs> guess much. what? That step hasn't changed. Granted, that was a pretty easy step. So I now, can't really say Now, it. one thing we've kind of overlooked within the anima, and it's pretty much easy to overlook, um, it really didn't, like, differentiate, like, aesthetically from what it was in the last step. Yeah, um, I, you know, I'm colorblind, so adding more color to it doesn't do much for me. <laughs> I, right. had a, I had a really hard... I mean, I could tell it was different, but it didn't have... It wasn't crazy different. Some of them looked better, though. The Warrior Axe <laughs> is still a level 14 Warrior Axe, but it looks like a better level 14 Warrior Axe. The only thing about the spear, uh, it had a different hue. That was it. It was like... I'm glad lighter. you could enjoy it, because uh, I can't. So, yeah, it... Really, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't done it yet. It's pretty much going to look like your 270 weapon. Not much difference. Not much difference. Well, it's not, it's 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 got a difference. Some of the weapons absolutely look better. I know I've seen a lot of paladins say they prefer the 270 over the 275. Mm -hmm. But for my monk fists, like it just looks like they have like plastic wrap around them now to me. Um, yeah, I saw I saw the monk fist. Uh, that's how they look to me, but that's because my eyes are awful. Right. And it just looks like somebody was like, hey, do we have, can we put some like green liquid in a, a plastic bag and just wrap it around the weapon? Yeah. That's a good description. 
That's a really good. Is it? I wonder how many other monks will really will really agree with me on that. That's how just that's just me though. You know, it's like my my eyes are stupid. I'm not gonna say that's how it looks. I'm just gonna say that's that's how I perceive it. If it's even green, I don't know. I didn't ask anybody. I'm just guessing. Somebody can tell me because I <laughs> I got nothing. Completely worthless. As for the new step itself to take it from 270 to 275, when I hear the term victory lap, I guess I didn't expect to take it so literally. Agreed. It was actually a lap. A lap of primals. Yeah. That's all it was. Like it, you did every single hard mode primal. Um, started from 2.0 up to where we are now in 3.0. You started from the 2.0 primals, um, 3.0 primals, Bismarck, um, Bismarck, Ravana, and then the Boring Triad. All hard modes, all can be done unsynced. It will probably well, no. You, you can only do the realm reborn ones unsynced. Yeah, the realm reborn ones unsynced. Um, the three like even still, um, goes by really quick. It took me just because of you know people leaving the party and everything. It took me about forty five minutes. Took me about twenty. Nobody left okay. our party. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, they skipped Nidhogg and Thornton. Um, Thornton was a strange skip to me, I guess just because he was... I don't know. I, don't, I, I feel like they could have put Thornton in. I, 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 there, might, there might be a good reason. Nidhogg and Thornton. Nidhogg and Thornton were a lot more, like, not really reproducible primals, I guess, by, mm -hmm. the, by the measure. Like, Thornton, story-wise, is a one and done. You know, um, what's it called? Nidhogg is a one and done. But you yeah. have... Those are the ones that when you go to rematch them, you're not rematching, you know, them. You're rematching the minstrels version of them. Whereas, you know, Bismarck and, uh, you know, Bismarck, Ravana, all the other ones, theoretically, the hard mode is just a resummonable thing. It just depends on, you know, the level of crystals that's being used. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's probably why, because the whole point of you teaching your animal weapon about the, about its existence was you showing how it was different from a primal. What's similar, but similar, like yeah, like it was obviously it created from pure ether, which we've been taught is bad, mm -hmm. but and it, it was it was almost fearful of its own existence, in a sense. So you needed yeah. to take it to show it all of the different ones. The warring triad is kind of weird because technically those are also one and dones. Like yeah. like when we refight them, we're not refighting them; we're refighting a hologram of them. So I guess that doesn't really hold water, um, but that's the way I interpreted it. You know. That's the best I could do in terms of interpreting it. But that's it. And then you need to buy an item with that costs either 1,000 lore or 1,000 poetics. Your choice. That's it. Literal lap with a finish line that costs 1,000 lore or poetics. And most people already have that. If you don't, yeah. Yeah. Just do some ARF or something. I don't know. But, yeah, most people pretty much had lore stored up unless they were buying lore mats or anything like that and selling them. Um, I, it's so funny you say that. Um, <laughs> I had enough after an expert roulette, but I was not. Okay. I did not have them ready for that because I, I promised yeah. myself I wasn't going to sit there and hold on to lore and poetics for this because they mm -hmm. told us it would be so easy, and I, I don't regret it. Yeah, I, I was pretty, pretty much capped out. I, I was waiting for this step to actually go back and then start buying lore mats to put on the market, and it, it was it was a good move. Yeah, good call. Oh, man, I've made... Man, the market boards have been fantastic for me. Segway. Dude, you know what I've been doing now? And I'm, I'm just ready to ruin markets. Okay, so <laughs> here's what I've been doing. I'm trying to level my desynthesis, right? 
Uh-huh. Goldsmith's at 250 now. Mm-hmm. Leatherworkers at 226. Weavers at 224. I've been buying Expeditioner's gear, High House gear, um, Replica Allegan gear, mm-hmm. and just desynthing it and just selling the shit back. And I just, it's like a, it's like a circle. And I make yeah. money doing this. So, um, Fieldcraft threes are like 38k. Battlecrafts are like 14 to 16. Raptor, uh, not Raptor. Um, dinosaur leather was like 28k or something like that. Pterodactyl mm-hmm. leather was worth like 25k. And I was just do that and now all my markets are gone so i gotta find something different now because <laughs> i just said it out loud i was in the middle of doing that yesterday and then somebody who's watching went and bought a Pretty bunch much you. they went yeah. and bought all the ones i was about to go buy and, and i was like what the what the fuck what are you doing and then they were like no i do this all the time shifty actually I actually just started working on my carpenter uh decent um yeah I, I actually started one cleaning out my retainers, uh, converting. Oh my god, stuff. I started doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I cleaned out my retainers of all the gear I had over like the last some odd years. Um, converted some material, put the material on on the board, um, decent whatever I could on carpenter, and probably probably over the weekends, if not like late at, late at night. I'm watching anime, I'll probably be leveling my crafters. Yeah. So. I uh, I got my... I now have two crafters at level 60. And I'm working on the third. Uh, Goldsmith and Alchemy. Okay. I'm working on Carpenter now. Mm-hmm. And uh, my Bard is at 56. So I'm well on my way to the everything 60 goal. Well on my yeah. way. Yeah, I got um, 46% don't my um, crafters. I still got the... Why do you have an, such an exact percent of that? <laughs> It's 40, eight, like forty six percent. Yeah, you take the um, you add up all the sixties and take the levels that you. I was gonna say yeah, but why? Why do you have that percentage fresh? Like, when did you calculate the forty six percent? When I was cleaning out my retainers and decided to do this bullshit. Okay, because that's like that sounds like my calculations when I talk about my heritage. And you've heard that calculation before. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Where I'm like, well, you know, each parent for me is 50%. I don't do it out of 100, so I break it. Right. I'm like, I got all these rules and shit. Okay. Right. All right. So the animal weapon, did you did you do yours? You did you did yeah, you 40? I didn't know if you bought the item or not. Yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah, I already bought the item. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that you're only doing the dragoon one? Yep. Fuck <laughs> everything else. Like, no, I'm not like I'm not crazy enough to start a second one or you know do a fourth or fifth one like some crazy people are. Oh, I know people who have like seven of them. Yeah, doing yeah, right it, now. Congratulations. I mean, <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. Good job. I mean, like, you have the time to do that many animas. Sure, go ahead and do it. Um, so let's be honest. We have the time. We just choose not to. We just choose not to. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, there was something I was going to say right there uh, that I totally forgot. But that's fine because it wasn't, I don't think it was important regardless. All right. So the next thing for patch 3.55a wasn't even available today. Yep. <laughs> Loi Aliapo. I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. I mean, it is crafting and gathering. It resets weekly. So for them, that's always Thursday. Content. Thursdays, yeah. Um, but we finally have some, I guess, more yeah, more solid information about mm-hmm. uh, about these custom deliveries that you're able to do via Loi Aliapo. Um, so apparently, weekly custom deliveries 
You can do six of them per week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you could do uh, seeking cost abilities to confirm which items they require first. Up to six deliveries can be made in a given week. Um, each delivery gives you a little bit of reputation with the NPC, some gills, some blue scripts, and some red scripts. Considering that I am of the thought that scripts are going away in the expansion, or I would at least like to hope they are, the fact that they are now in 3.55a giving us more access to blue and red, and they keep talking about expanding on this later. Scripts aren't going away, are they? Our scripts, our scripts not going... Here's the thing. It's not that they couldn't just change the reward to, um, to, uh, to level 60 mm -hmm. or level 70 type rewards, and they just don't have blue and red scripts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know what the plan is there. But, uh, or maybe they're just going to do it a better, maybe they're just still going to use it, but it'll just be better. Um, better how? I mean, not as obnoxious, like blues, like doing 99 of those stupid tokens for blue scripts or the way that, or just not using them for things like favors or just it, somehow making that a less. Or getting rid of favors altogether. Yeah. Like just not using those, using it for something else. Yeah. Deep blue, deep red scripts. There you go. Oh man, um, but yeah, and you basically create these custom items for the NPC, and when you hand them in, you get little hearts, and as you go up in hearts, you get new story and uh, background dialogue. So it's almost like an interactive Moogle delivery. Yeah. Quest, which was I, mean, which I never I never did those, but I know the story. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of lore about certain NPCs is good. Um, this is kind of a unique way to go about it through crafting and gathering. Um, one thing I was actually surprised a little bit by, and it may not it may not surprise a lot of people, it definitely surprised me, was that they, you, you have your disciples in hand and disciples in land, and then right. Fisher. Yeah, Fisher, who gives a shit? They're not disciples of hand. Fuck them. They're something else. Yeah. And five new fish have been added to the fishing log, specifically for these deliveries. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm, cool with, I'm cool with more crafting and gathering stuff because I think the more important lesson here is they're mm -hmm. trying to reduce the amount of mundane activities you do with crafting and gathering. Like, no matter what crafting is crafting, gathering is gathering. But they're not trying to tell you to go out and specifically wait for certain nodes every half hour or every hour to get these scripts in order to progress. Like, That's you why have you to, use timers for that. You still have to actually wait for time to pass, though. Like you're, you're like, well, that's the only thing I want to do, and I'm sitting here waiting. And yes, they eventually added. No, you just look at the timer. You know, go off do whatever you need to do, do some chores, cook. Sly, I'm going to ask you a real question about timers. Yesterday, you had 12 minutes before the servers went down, and you went into Palace of the Dead. Did you complete I, it? I completed it, and okay. then once I got out, like the second I got out, I get kicked off the server. I was going to say, because <laughs> I was going to say, you and time do not go well together, considering how close you were trying to cut it there. Yeah, I mean, that is a 51 through 60. And I knew we were cutting it close to begin with, and people, even the people in the party, in the thin POTD just said, five minutes. Fuck a cursed board. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pretty much what, your only options for scripts, uh, and maybe there's other avenues I just don't know of, 
but you had the handins, but they added like handins that weren't hourly, so you could go out feasibly and just spam core jewels and grab those like that in between the sets. But ultimately, it just it's it's different activity kind of altogether than doing stuff for Zloe. And on top of that, let's be honest, story is one of the best motivators in Final Fantasy XIV for the majority of the player base. That's why Agreed. coil that's why coil has been such an, a big topic, like the way they handled the story there. Yeah. Um, so. I am a fan of systems like this for crafters or gatherers in particular because it gives them almost a sense of like importance, importance, progression, and like it's it just it's building on a system that is already loved by a lot of people and giving it actual content with some sort of you know return that isn't just you know gear that they're going to replace in a patch or something like that. You know, it's a right. story you can remember and discuss and and earn and things like that and that's the big thing is outside of guild they you know they have something to earn all right and and you made the you drew the comparison to google quest do you think um this bit of story this bit of lore will kind of outshine the google quest because people did it just to, people did it either just to do it or just to get the stupid hat um that's tough um i don't know what kind of stories they've put considering Zloia Leopo is one of the NPCs you could do the custom deliveries for. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people are curious about the Aliopos. Like we we know very little about them. Uh Yoshi P said that she was in some kind of trouble and you're gonna learn yeah. more about that. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned that means she owes Rowena money and that's trouble for everyone. Yeah, pretty much. I mean look at Geralt, the whole reason he got he got pulled into the animal weapon quest line, because he owes Rowena money. And then and they promised to mass reproduce animal weapons. Mm-hmm. So he's still stuck under Rowena's thumb. Yep. He's, she's like, oh, she's like, oh no, all your previous sets are taken care of, but you've been teleporting to Azus Law. I was like, how poor, dude, I'll give this guy a loan at this point. Like, I feel bad. <laughs> and she's like, only tombstones. And I'm like, nope, you're on your own. Fuck that. I'm, like, yep. <laughs> I'm not paying your debt off in tombstones. I've done enough of that. Nope. No way, no how. Um, it's, I, it's, it's not a dating sim. Come on, chat. It's not the dating sim that they did for April Fools. Speaking of which, April Fools is coming up soon, so we're getting Lords of Verminion two, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to put it in the game in December. Got it. Or we're getting another fighting trailer. Maybe. I wonder if you know it's going to. No, see, that was barely even April Fools. They just did that at like a live letter. The fighting yeah. game that was that was fantastic. I'm all. Listen, I'm actually still not okay with the fighting game thing, only because it's it falls in the same I'm, vein. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm not. It falls to me. It falls in the same vein as Blitzball, where it's it's like if I really want to play, a I would game, take it. Now here's the thing: if Capcom develops it and puts it in Final Fantasy XIV, if Capcom develops it and puts it in Final Fantasy XIV, all right, I can deal with that. But if we just have, don't make, yeah. just don't make the supers five minutes long. No, I can. No, we should keep that. Rowena, I mean not Rowena. Um, Minfilia. Minfilia super was like five minutes. So long. I don't think it was Minfilia. Philia's super. I think it was. I think it was Ida's super, and then Philia popped up in it. Cause I think all the okay. scions. Cause it was Ida versus Livia, wasn't it in the video? Yeah, yeah I think so. There you go. Um, there you go. If Capcom develops it, cause it was basically a Street Fighter knockoff, then okay, then we can have it. But otherwise, no, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. Definitely. Yeah, April Fool's is gonna be the Blitzball trailer. Honestly, that's that's not even. The thing is, you won't fool me though, <laughs> because. I don't know if because here's the here's the problem because just like Lords of Verminion, it's gonna be an April Fool's joke that they actually put in the game and then it's not April Fools anymore. They actually owe us a year of April Fools because they lie, they weren't fooling. 
Those fucking liars. <laughs> Those fucking liars. All right. And then randomly at the bottom, I guess because it has to do with the Aaliyah pose, it mentions mm -hmm. that the feast 8-on-8 eight eight matched party, when that is one of your objectives in Wondrous Tales, it's actually been changed to the feast or the fold. Yeah. I Now, I've spoken a lot about PvP, and we're going to get into PvP a little bit later, although we're going to our hot topic next. Um, yeah, I've wanted them to bring up all the modes to like the max, the current max level, and I'm hoping to see them do that level 70. I wonder if this is in anticipation of anything along those lines, or bringing the fold sort of into mainstream feast, like giving it boxes and shit like that. And I don't what know. What are you thinking at the beginning of the new season? Maybe. No, I so no, I I feel like that's something we won't. If we do see it, it wouldn't be until the expansion comes out. Okay. Not that there's anything special about the fold, but you can modernize it. You know, I f I feel you could probably modernize the fold to make it, you know good but the fold is still can't talk in it, a, though. yeah you still can't talk in it but the fold is pretty much just a training route yeah i mean but maybe they have plans for that maybe maybe that's that's where they want you to do your your pvp practice mode or something like yeah. that you know because the majority of people like when we actually could use our words it's also worth people. mentioning that there is no 8v8 of the fold and yet it's mixed in with the feast the fold although to be fair it says the feast the fold implies you could do four man as well i guess they're just making sure you could queue into any mode get credit for it yeah, yeah. I, okay i guess we'll see uh that's not much we could relook into but the next thing on the patch notes this is our definite hot topic of the day and as you can see it's getting sly heated already um and that is going to be proto ultima sly remember how i said i didn't want to go right to proto ultima because i didn't want to switch the slide so many times I forgot mm -hmm. to switch it for the animal weapon. So I had <laughs> to do I just had to do that now anyway. So acknowledging it first though. So Proto Ultima was in this patch. Sly before was he? no, 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 was Sly, he? we're gonna handle this like adults. Was he really? Yeah, he was definitely there. Or he, was, he no, he was he was there all right. Yeah. Sly, we're gonna handle this like adults. So we're gonna we're gonna do this in an orderly fashion. Okay. And we're going to approach it. We're going to, we're going to, to understand Proto Ultima now. I can try. We need to go back to the beginning. And the beginning was what? FanFest? North American Fan Festival. Okay. So Sly, you and I, that was the first thing we did. You and I yep. immediately jumped in. We were the first group to fight Proto Ultima. We were the first group to kill Proto Ultima. World first. World first. All right. We're calling it. So we're world yep. first right here. Yep. You know, um, so when we did the fight, it was a 24-man trial. Mm -hmm. We queued into its own unique instance that I've never seen anywhere else in the game that looked fucking amazing. It looked amazing, but oddly familiar at the same time. Well, I guess because it looked like, like it was it belonged in Azaslaw. That's yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah. Um. So and it took us about seven minutes to land the kill mm -hmm. on Proto Ultima. Um, seven, it was only one attempt, but it was about a seven minute attempt yeah. to kill Proto Ultima. And we left basically, you know, it was like Ultima, but it had a few extra things. And there's a lot of AOEs. Mostly the pillars of light was the toughest mm -hmm. part. Kept getting people killed um, yeah. in the resume. Um, what item level were we at the time? It, we were 260. Okay. Full I-260. And that, from what I can tell from speaking to people who just went to Europe, that was consistent. They were also full Item level 260. 
Now, as much as I would love to say that that is representative of how difficult Proto Ultima was at Fan Festival, I have watched other videos of the groups that had did it after, had beaten it, and then gone back and beat it again as a group of people who already knew all the mechanics. Mm -hmm. And in full I-260, an average of about three to three and a half minutes for the encounter. With characters that they, they you only give you like five minutes to mess around with, you know, the hop bars and the key binds. And some people are on, you know, PlayStation 4s, but they never played on one before. You know, some people, you know, I don't know. You still so, have keyboard and mouse. Yeah, but let me tell you, the PS4 ran like shit at FanFest, at our FanFest. I was like, this is awful. Yeah, I remember you saying that. They, the I, kept, I kept looking at you, and I was like, I fucking can't play. You know what? I've never gotten on a PC at, at either of the FanFests. All the events I've done, I've been on a fucking PS4 every time. And you hated it. And, I've, and I, I don't know. It's like Matt and them know I'm getting in fucking line. They're like, send them to the PS4. It's going to be fucking funny. <laughs> it's like, and they were like, something wrong with the PS4? No, 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 but just watch. I promise. It'll be entertaining. That's how it feels. Considering what they did to Mel at, at uh, PAX West when she was like, no, I don't want to play. I'm just here to watch. And then they just didn't put anyone in her spot. And they were just like, I don't know. You, and they just walked away. And then she was like, God damn it. They're fucking making me play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was fun. Good PAX West. Thanks, guys. Thanks, team. Thanks, Colby. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, thanks Devin. Yeah, two two yeah. of you don't even work there anymore. I'm still thanking you. Sad face. All right. That's bad, man. So what I've... <laughs> So that's that's how it was at FanFest for Proto Ultima. Not really epic. Again, I thought the arena was epic. The arena was epic, but the fight itself is not, not as epic as, say, Odin was at 2014 FanFest, where everybody was clearing by the skin of their teeth and, and like, excited to actually clear it because it was... For what it was at FanFest, really difficult. Like, not only is it really difficult, but difficult enough to where it was a, still a good fight. Um, this, as talking about FanFest, wasn't over. It, like, it was, I wouldn't even say it was face roll, but we cleared it. We one shot it. Right. Now, the biggest difference between the Proto Ultima at Fan Festival and the Proto Ultima that joined the live game was actually not the difficulty. Nope. It was where he appeared and how. So great garbage. <laughs> so to elaborate on that, <laughs> Proto really Ultima, garbage. so at the very top of the patch notes was a quest called Unidentified Flying Object. You uh, the quest I just call it the the UFO quest. And I saw that quest and I went, oh, that's cool. It has to do with freedom of our skies and Dunscape. So maybe it's a continuation of, you know, the characters that we interacted with there, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a fair assessment. And then I scrolled down to Proto Ultima and I was like, oh, yeah, they just like they said, there's no details on where to find him and where to fight him. After I had read through all the patch notes, I had recorded a video, you know, talking about it. I, as soon as I hit public, I went, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> UFO, Dunscape, Proto... Oh, okay. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Maybe you just need to beat Dunscape in order to get access to Proto Ultima. Nope. Or, nope. Proto Ultima replaced 
the succubus trash mob just after the second boss inside of Dunscape. Can we have her back? Maybe. Please? I'll, I'll ask at PAX East if we can have the succubus back. So basically what happens is after you clear out Ferdy at Hollow and you start running towards where the succubus was before, um, as you're running up the steps, Proto Ultima shoots laser beams at the steps like that as you walk to up it. And then eventually a giant laser all the way at the top. And then when you jump across, he's there waiting for you. I was like, oh, he's not, okay, okay, interesting. Okay, well, you know, just because he's here, I mean, that's cool, you know, maybe, 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 uh, you know, maybe he'll be hard. And he completely melts once you touch him. Yeah, no, considering a lot of people are in, like, I-270 stuff versus, I'm getting mixed I reports of I-250, I'm getting mixed reports of I-250, I-260. Some people swear mm -hmm. up and down it was I-260. You know, it is possible on some days at fan festivals, what they'll do is on the first day, they'll give you 250. They'll give you like a lower item level. And then based on clear rates, they'll, they'll increase the item level for the day after. Um, or they've done things like that to adjust it. I remember mm -hmm. they had really low clear rates of, I think it was Ravana at one of the events. And then the second day they like changed something. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was higher mm -hmm. item level gear and the clear rates went up. I don't remember what it was precisely. You know, it's only Ravana hard though, right? Yeah. But it was at a completely random event, you know, with no okay. sort of, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it took most groups, I know, about 90 to 120 seconds to just straight up murder Proto-Ultima in there. And then you're just left wondering, is that it? I mean, is he going to come back at the end of the dungeon? I mean, is that really it? And like we know, because we've done the complete fight, we knew that was pretty much it. That was all. Yeah. Let me be perfectly clear: they got rid of one mechanic. The uh, pillars. The pillars. Unless. No, the pillars that happen very early into the Proto Ultima fight at Fan Fest. Unless you are like really fucking trash and like it's based off the of DPS, skip pillars or get the fuck out. It's not even that. Yeah, skip pillars are, are disbanded. Yeah. So it's not even that. You there just you don't go. see him at all. So skip pillars and disband. So yeah. Sly, I want to pick your brain a little bit here. You okay. and I were expecting a 24-man trial. We were excited at the idea of them finally taking this avenue and mm -hmm. you know experimenting with that. They did no such thing. Right. Why do you think Proto Ultima ended up as a trash mob in Dunscape? As a trash mob, I can't say. Now, like, looking back at it, really, when... Apparently the pillars are still there. Apparently I didn't even get to fucking see them. Exactly. Okay, so it is a skippable thing. Um, being in Dunscape kind of makes sense. It, it made sense because, really, unless they're actually going to do, um, like, an Ozma Savage, which I really still don't think is going to happen... Um, it would have been the first 24-man standalone trial. And, like, trying to get people, I mean, if you put weekly rewards on it and everything, that's fine, but trying to get people just to do a 24-man trial um, seems kind of difficult, in my opinion, because, you know, it like, 
it's just a trial. It's just a two, three minute thing and it's gonna get left alone in obscurity. The only way you can really avoid that, and I think this is the avenue they took, was just by putting it into a 24 man grade. You're already, you already have the 24 for men, you already have 24 people, just go ahead and put it in um, our current 24 man, which is Dunscape. So I agree with that. My question is, they went out of their way to make an instance for this guy. <laughs> and an I, event. And I an mean, event. So, well, I don't really, yeah, I guess, what do you mean by event? Do you mean? Yeah, like, just you mean fan event. fest? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm wondering if that's their, like, generic test arena for, like, bosses or some shit, and they just. So, they like, were we, were we guinea pigs for Odin in 2014? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> at the time we really weren't expecting when we were talking about it we really weren't expecting Odin to be our, our trial at FanFest um, we were expecting something completely different something we hadn't seen before. and you know what the thing we were expecting I still remember them saying how that was the original idea and they didn't do it and I'm still upset it wasn't the battle at FanFest which was a battle against the four 2.0 Garlean generals mm -hmm. at once I would have loved that, and I still would love that, by the way. That's still a possibility for 4.0. You know what? It's been a possibility for years now. and it's For, long, for the longest time. So, I mean, no. we're getting closer to Garland, but either way, um, it was a complete opposite. You took something that was a fate out in the shroud, and then you put him as a boss, and you took something, you know, completely standalone uh, that we haven't seen anywhere in a 24-man, and then you you put him in in the current team for me. Um, complete, complete polar opposites of each other. I uh, I really would, would have preferred an eight-man, just a simple eight-man. Um, I don't know who, who or what it would have been. Hell, you could have even done Proto-Ultima as an eight-man. Like, seriously, you can get probably two alliances to quit, do it as an eight-man, maybe see pillars and still get through, like, Yeah. So let's just be clear. I didn't have high expectations for Proto Ultima. I, I, I mean, I had, I had expectations, period. <laughs> so for me, I guess the big disappointment. So let's be clear. He Apparently, because he has pillars, he is the exact same difficulty as the FanFest one. Let us not shit about that. He was not easier. He was not easier. He was not harder. He was literally the exact same difficulty. Yeah. And. They promised that he would be a little bit more difficult, and how? I mean, can you really blame it on gear itself, on everybody being overgeared? I mean, oh yeah, and actually, a lot of people, especially on a Tuesday when like it's new content, all the people mm -hmm. that do have i two seventy shit are like, this was the fastest Dunscape I've ever had today. Literally, I like <laughs> the life gate. I think it was on like it was on its like second to last life by the time the two tiny doors had even spanned, had even spawned. Like, I, I don't like, the fights just melted. I don't even think we got two gates in Ferdiad Hollow in the last phase or some shit. Like, it, like everything just disintegrated because the people who came out to play it today were the people who are super geared and who, you know, take it, take their DPS and their performance pretty friggin' seriously. Um, so... People were actually looking forward to doing, like, a world burst... And I know, 
I and know they were. You right could kind of say that actually happened. Sort of, kind of. Oh, yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah, that's one way to put it. But at the same time, they were even like, is that it? Roll first? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, at least you get two, at least you get 270 stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, where, where, where was I going to go with that? Uh, so he's not, I would, I would honestly like to go into a Dunskeith minimum item level. And I, generally I'd like to do a minimum item level Dunskeith in general. Like, I think I, all I, of Dunscape would be pretty interesting at minimum item level. I'd still like to see a 24 uh, warrior. I mean, that's... I, you can't do that yet. You have to wait till 4.0 for that. Yeah, like, that's one thing that really took away from this, like, putting it in Dunscape. Um, at FanFest, we, we got to see 24 warriors take it up. It, like, that uniqueness, that kind of creativity um, in taking on a trial like this. And we can't see that right now because, you know, it's in a 24 minute. Yeah. I think ultimately it's the execution inside of Dunscape, but I, I do respect the decision because of queue time issues. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't think, I don't think it was even, it was barely even worth, they, like it wasn't worth hiding. It wasn't worth hiding like, you know, no. oh, you know, we're just adding Proto Ultima. We're not going to really tell you where he is. Just fucking say we we replaced the succubus with Proto Ultima in Dunscape. Just say it. Like why why like no none of the secrecy. Just that's not something that's worth hiding. And Do you think ever... the secrecy kind of hurt a few people's feelings a little bit? More I feel like it this? did. I feel like people would have appreciated more if they were upfront about it. But two, I think they were almost afraid to tell people that they just like shoehorned it in. Yeah, because um, it was. It, looked and felt like a days on the part of the yeah. uh, developers. It just wasn't really a content, a content piece we're talking about. For me, it's not any in any way indicative of Stormblood's content, because no. it was the same difficulty as the friggin' as it was at FanFest. It was just that we're, you know, not on these shitty characters with, like, I-250 to I-260 or whatever, that we have five minutes to map. I didn't even keybind, like, six to seven abilities because I was just like, Dad, fuck it, I didn't have enough time. Yeah. Do you, um... Do you think this is kind of... This is kind of the devs kind of looking towards the future, just saying, okay, you asked for this, you got it, and then just pretty much putting all their efforts towards Stormblood. I mean, the, la the final patch, they're probably pretty much almost done with it. Um, we're getting the 3.55B in a few weeks, but it's safe to say that they're pretty much wrapping up the final patch and just moving on to Stormblood. So do you think it in part them just looking forward rather than just actual actually being lazy about it? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's lazy because like it's it's the same fight. <laughs> we you know what they said? They said you will get the fight from FanFest. And they did. They gave us the fight from FanFest. And they gave it to us in such didn't a way. But didn't they mention difficulty? Beefing it up. They mentioned the beefing yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they mentioned beefing it up in one in one source, and then at a different source, they did not. So, yeah. Um, obviously, they weren't going to beef it up to be stronger than the bosses. But um, I just think more transparency would have been appreciated here. If they, they, mm. had, they, if they hadn't let everyone... As soon as you give... A community. The they're the they to speculate over um, appearance and approach and execution. Mm -hmm. Everyone will always create expectations that are higher 
probably, then you deliver. Unless you really, really fucking deliver. When you leave people in the dark for so long about what your actual approach is. If they had just come out and said, listen, like, as soon as they revealed Proto Ultima, if they had just said, hey, you know, we know it's a trial here, but we're thinking of doing this because we don't want to... Like, just say that the first time. And all the confusion, all the expectation, everyone just already knows what to expect, and there's no sort of confusion about it when it does happen. There's no sort of, like, lack of, uh, you know, of excitement for it. Everyone's like, okay, well, he's there every week. You know, that's, that's cool that they, they're willing to change dungeons like that and things like that. Like, there's, it's a very different thing if you're just a little more transparent about it. But there are times when the lack of transparency actually kind of works out to draw up hype, and it's something you don't expect, but something that turns out to be actually really good for content and for players. Like, I, I can live with them, you know, playing a few things close to the chest at times. But if it's... If you're going to tell us that this is going in the game, at least give us the whole picture. Yeah, it, it, with something like this, I would have appreciated them being more straightforward about it. It, it yeah. wasn't really worth keeping secret. Like, something, like, completely a new fight, new feature. Yeah, that's worth playing close to the chest and just holding on to it, maybe for the passions. Um, now, the community has the idea that Proto Ultima may appear in a different Heavensward 24 man each week. Like, maybe he replaces the third trash pack of the Void Arc, which would be the Hellhounds. Um, which, to but me, again. is kind of strange, because Diablos specifically appears at that point. But, I mean, it's, it's an idea, whatever. And then some people think maybe he'll replace one of the trash packs in, in the Weeping City the following week. It doesn't explicitly say the quest only happens. And actually, it might. I have to reread the text. I don't mm -hmm. believe it specifically mentions Dunscape as the only location this can happen. It specifically mm -hmm. says that Proto Ultima mistook Void Energy for Primal Energy and went to Dunscape to eliminate the threat or to eliminate it or absorb it or whatever he's there to do. That's the lore, ladies and gentlemen. That's the lore. Um, and. <laughs> Saying that, like, saying that he'll skip over to different places, he's still, no matter what, going to be a trash. It's still Proto-Ultima, and it's still the same trash. Yeah. That's so sly. It's, it's nothing different. That's sly. What? We're talking about how, you know, we mowed him over in 90 seconds, three minutes, you know, you know whatever. Um, would you believe if I told you that many, many people have actually had vote abandons on Proto-Ultima? Not because they were disappointed with his difficulty, mm -hmm. but because they were unable to defeat him. I could be, believe it a little. What's a little? Give me a percentage. Like 30%. That's a uh, just, I just, it's, it's a small percentage. I just find it hard to believe that you, you could struggle on this. Uh, it just goes to it just goes to show um, having prior knowledge about it helps. Um, people, again, for the first time, people are actually seeing this. Some people have seen um, footage through the uh, North American live stream or any of the live streams of people actually doing it, and they can kind of figure out for themselves, um, you know, what to do mechanics-wise or everything. Again, for the first time, I learned that you know pillars are like sore. You can skip that shit. If you don't, yes. Yeah, like so what i've seen so from what from what from what i've heard what generally causes the wipe is when dps is so bad pillars just stack that's that was the number one killer at fanfest also 
Because yeah. when people's when the average DPS is so low that you get the pillar mechanic, and the pillar and the people with the pillars just stand in the middle of the room under all the DPS, the healers, yep. and just murder everyone. Everybody. Yeah. And then, oh, and then on top of that, then it'll go into the air phase. Not enough people will be alive to stack in the center of the room. And then you have people who maybe don't run all, uh, far enough to the edge or they run too far to the edge. And you have people who just are missing health. Healers are dead. I've, I've seen... Hitting in rage. So apparently Supernova isn't lethal. Even if you fail that DPS check at the end, it is not he'll lethal. Still, he'll still just go on doing... It, 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 yeah, the, the fight okay. actually will continue. It is not necessarily lethal. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know what, that's, my heart goes out to those of you who have suffered losses. I've seen other people literally just claim wipes, but I have seen some people mm. claim vote abandons. Personally that, speaking, I just, I just feel, feel bad for the majority of the community, um, the ones who weren't able to go to FanFest, because even though it's the same fight as FanFest, I don't know, maybe because of the environment, it was a little bit more hype than it is now. Like, I wasn't really that hype about Proto Ultima when, before we did I, it or I after was a, we did I was it. A little bit, I was a little bit hyped. After I did it, yeah, I, I, we were like, that was, that was pretty easy. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, it was pretty easy. Um, yeah, so basically, in, me being at FanFest, being able to do it, say I did it at FanFest, you know, world first, yay. Um, that drummed up a little bit of excitement in me. Um, seeing it now like, makes me feel dejected. Could have been so much better. <laughs> oh, man. Could have been so much better. But, you know. It could have been anything. It could have been absolutely anything more than it was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It, uh, it, was, uh, it was pretty bad. Oh man, bring back this. I'm uh, I'm taking care of uh, a few things in the chat right now. Okay, there we go. All right, sorry, I had to I had to I had to translate languages and uh, in, in, and issue permavans. <laughs> I'm doing some live chat moderation right here, so I had to learn a new language and moderate chat at the same time. <laughs> Don't worry, Sly. Good job, Rosetta Stone. Um, yeah, well, you know that's that's the best that I can do. Yeah. All right, so we are uh, we're off Proto Ultima now. Finally, Thank believe God. it, believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not, there was actually other stuff besides Proto Ultima. Well, the next thing really was PvP. Yes, uh, the new map. Now, we both have not done it because. Well, I didn't, I feel, I, I didn't feel like queuing in to like try and get the random. If anything, I would have liked to have made a custom match to have selected it because you could choose which map. Yeah. Um, you could choose which map when you do custom matches. Yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna, I, gonna I, I can only repeat the feedback I've heard about the new map. Okay. Um, I've heard mo most people say that they prefer it over the other one. Uh, it feels more central. There's a little bit more to play around because of the two little islands off on this. Not mm -hmm. really islands, but like the two separated gaps with the, uh, mm -hmm. with the bridges. I've heard some people say that the, the line of sight things in the middle are a little annoying because it's, it's a narrower arena as opposed to the giant circle. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's definitely a different play field. It doesn't feel as, uh, as base campy, 
I suppose, as the other one. Um, okay. And the, um, the general the general reception is it's, it's been positive, and it's good to have a map that doesn't exist at the Wolves Den itself. Uh, any feedback in terms of the uh, new buff, the Wolf's Heart Kit? I've heard not a lot about it. Mm -hmm. That's because people are too busy complaining about other things. So one of the big things that was kind of not missed, but I've only seen it spoken about a few times, is there's new PvP achievements with new rewards in this patch. Yeah. There's for kills and assists. There's a minion for kills. There's a title for kills. There's a minion for assists. There's a title for assists. The minion, I believe, is at 300 kills and ass or assists, or maybe it's 300 kills, 1,000 assists. I don't remember. Um, and the title is, I think, at like 5,000 or something. So that's from current. Um, yeah, that's from that's just they just this, added those. Okay. Yeah, um, and a lot of people are just complaining because healers obviously not really as easy. I have you know how there was win trading in the feast. I have now seen kill trading, where groups are trying to make four on four premades, queue in at the same time, and they will sit there the entire match, never pick up medals from each other, and they will just take turns killing each other to try and. And with everybody getting an assist to try and get the achievement, the achievements. You think the devs will pay attention to that? I think the devs may be... Aware? Uh, yeah, they'll be aware. They'll be aware that that's happening, most likely. Kill trading is not something I ever expected to be... Like, that is some fucking desperate achievement hunting right there. <laughs> for a minion. Like, I don't even think it's for the achievement. It's just probably for the No, minion. the people I, the people that are doing this are probably doing it for, I mean, don't get me wrong, a minion title's great, but yeah. the achievement points, dude. Yeah, I still think the majority are. <laughs> it's minion, probably. Everyone and loves a minion. Everyone loves a minion, and I don't know, Ken, because you could sell the wolf pup. Uh, I don't know. These you can't sell. You can't sell achievement minions. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that, uh, is, that's here is the sudden death mechanic. Basically. Yes. And I like this. I like the sudden death yeah, mechanic. Yeah, I do too. Because I hate how often a match will end in a draw. And it, it's happened fairly frequently for me. Yeah, I've only seen it maybe three times for me. And yeah, it, like, it's kind of inconclusive. And I, when it, when it happened the first time, I said to myself, why well, wasn't there sudden death? Yeah. And, and how, now there is. Yeah. So basically, it acts as a two-minute culling time where the first team to pick up medals wins. So the kill doesn't win it. The picking up of their medals wins it. So theoretically, if somebody dies, but the other team can't get to the medals for some reason, then you still are in it. Right. Over the two-minute time frame of Sudden Death, which again only happens when both teams have the same amount of medals at the end of the eight-minute match, mm -hmm. um... Every 15 seconds for the first minute, you'll gain a marked for culling stack. And then for the entire second minute, you have five stacks. Uh, if, it's, if culling time is uh, on and sudden death happens afterwards, it'll reset back down to just one stack. And sudden boxes do not appear in sudden death either. So you tell you're, just, you're just going ham. If you, get, if you go into the final phase with like a wolf heart kit, it probably feels pretty good. But... Even still, um, a draw is possible after sudden death. Yeah, if you still somehow the metal count doesn't change after these two minutes, you'll get a draw. Yeah, which highly seems impossible since they're putting calling stacks on you anyway. Um, yeah, you would really 
just had to give up. And both both teams really had to give up just to even get a draw at that point. Yeah, because this Wolf Hearts kit is insane. It yes. restores HP over time, MP over time, increases your movement speed, and gives you a flat attack speed buff. On top of, like, you're you probably already having an offensive or defense. Yeah, if you have an offense or a defense kit on top of this, it is... It's OP. Oh, yeah, that's it. Um, it doesn't stack. You can't stack this movement speed with sprint. But, I mean, when you, when mm. your sprint is on cooldown, you still have this movement speed. So, right. it is... Uh, it is. It also by just just so you just so we are clear, the box itself is also much bulkier than the the offense regular. Team, the, the yeah. regular kits. So it is a legitimate objective to fight over because it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like fighting over the nodes in um in the old uh, secure map in the center mm -hmm. where it was whoever did the most damage got the full credit yeah. for it. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, on top of that, they got rid of the medical boxes, which is good because I fucking hated those. They were so dumb. <laughs> like, basically, the only way to use a medical box was to break the box, leave it on the ground, and then if you get mm -hmm. jumped on or focused, you have to run over to the to the, the health to pick it up. And even then, if... The, the and that's a, lot of, that's a lot of setup for that, too. That's a lot of setup. I mean, don't get me wrong. Most people, most of the time, you could just do it because teams wouldn't even bother fighting over it. But, like... Right. It was just a weird mechanic to have in to get just leave this health on the ground and just walk over it when you got focused and like even then if your healer's asleep you're still fucked so let's not kid ourselves on this one you know if it was maybe like when somebody steps on it it's like an AOE heal it would make more sense but yeah you know I don't I don't miss that it. that might be a future um 4.0 feasting who knows who yeah. knows what the hell they'll do with these supply boxes? Um, they also changed the supply boxes, like where they drop, how often they how often they spawn. Um, mm -hmm. And after you've broken one on the arena, it doesn't come back. Yeah. So uh, it takes hold... a, it takes a good amount of strategy out of it because we people with time, um, like right on the dot. Yeah, like you know, here two like three minutes from now is the box, then another three minutes is the box. Yeah, this is the and last box. Would, you know. Yeah, and people would position themselves. Like, right before the boss would hit. So, yeah, it takes a good deal strategy out of it. I like this. With a black mage, if they see you running for the medical kit, they just LB. Like, just as soon as you're getting, like, they just fucking LB right where the medical the kit box. is. LB the box. Yeah. They don't even have to LB the box. They LB the medical kit that you're going for. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, go for that medical kit, boy. Just go, and... Pfft, done. Um, now, the good news is, Sly, that there is a quick chat option to communicate to your team when you are going to collect the wolf's heart. Oh my god, no. It's almost it's it almost replaces real talking. They did yeah. not get rid of that. They did they, no. they still cannot talk in the feast. I want to believe that talking like the ability to talk will come back in 4.0. I I, I I know I don't. I really want to believe it, but I just don't. I just don't have that faith. I have a little bit of faith that it's going to I don't have any faith. <laughs> I don't have any faith, man. You can't even communicate. Like, there's no like monk one to communicate. Like gathering grease lightning on the boxes, like that's a strategy. Monks. That's a little too fucking specific to. Yeah, but that's a like thing that monks used to be able to do, where you would leave all four boxes up, and the monk would get mm -hmm. three stacks of grease lightning before you even go into the fight. So they don't have right. to use their axe kick to get it. They're already at maximum power going into the start of the fight. Then going forward. If we if this is going to be uh, our mainstay in PvP, do you think we should have job specific um, 
It would be nice. It would be nice. You know, need MP. Even need MP isn't there. Yeah. That's like a really basic one that should exist. But mm -hmm. I'm still perplexed the fact that they're still adding more because they keep talking, you know, it's all this skill bloat going into 4.0. You know, we're going to cut down the abilities and we're going uh, to do this. Oh, oh, but we're going to give you 40 new fucking text commands on how to communicate in PvP. I, I like this one. I got three bards in an eight versus eight while I was summoner, and none of them played foes, and I couldn't tell them to. <laughs> that is a perfect. The little example. things. The little, it's the little things. Yeah. Foes, please. Pay on MP, please. TP, please. Right. Oh, sad, 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 sad face for you as a summoner. Unfortunately. So we also got an, our question, our answer about uh, the next feast season. Um, they said preseason is going to last for three or four weeks and they will give us the season four start date on the lodestone soon. So it looks like we will have a season four prior to the uh, expansion coming out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think, well, do you think it will end uh, before or after expansion? Probably like the week before expansion because okay. it's really, really weird to end it after. Cause come on. Well, I mean, you have to consider, um, early access. Yeah, but in early access, no one's going to be like, let me hold my level 60 PvP place. They're going to be like, motherfucker samurai, let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Wasn't it cool? I like this chat, this chat comment. Wasn't it cool when you could make strategies in PvP? In yeah. Emoji? Yeah, you, emoji. you remember that? Yeah. Remember when you yeah. were like, type, hey, guys, so this is the plan I want to go with. I have this macro. Remember to turn on. People to... made specific macros for specific things. People had macros like eight pages long explaining everything at the beginning of the, beginning yeah. of the match. Like, I was probably one of those people before I, I just said, that. fuck it, because people don't listen to macros. Um, but, yeah, even still, like, you could get a little bit specific in your strategy. Yeah, I remember that. Those were, those were good times. Those were good times. Yeah. And uh, then another thing we have here, players will be matched irrespective of Grand Company requirements while in a party. So basically, you don't even need to think about turning on the freelancer option when you're in a party at this point. Mm -hmm. It's like the, the leader doesn't have to do it. It's just it's automatic. Just for the love of God, just go do away with this freelancer bullshit and just make it so it's just that you're always a freelancer. Just stop giving people the option. All right. I don't you you don't have any respect for the, the batters. You don't have any respect for the male stomp. You don't have you don't have any respect for the it's mortal just... flames. Just yeah. fuck it. You're PvPing. All right. <laughs> That's the end of it. You're PvPing. Now get in there and die to the bard. That's it. <laughs> That's all you need. All right. Next thing. Drop rates for the Sophic Lantern Whistle and Demonic Lantern Whistle have been increased. But they only gave us the 99 totems for Sophia. Because apparently it's too early to give Zervin. When, when do you think we're going to get it? Uh, 3.56. I think 3.56 will, will be, have the ability. At some point before the expansion, we, they always talk about how there's all these tiny minor patches with things. One of the minor patches prior <laughs> to... Uh, Prior to, to 4.0. I feel you'll be able to trade those Zervan totems. Yeah, I'm really not doing a lot of bird farming right now. Neither am I. Yeah. I'm too busy working on that money. <laughs> 111 mil now, Sly. Oh. 
Yeah, I uh, I did um I did Aquapolis also, and I got two wool tops for one point four mil each. I got an Orkestrian roll for two million, three flannels for four for three hundred and forty k a pop. It's pretty good. Yeah, well, I'll I'll be up there one day. You'll be there soon. Yeah. Okay. I be, yeah, sure. I believe. I can't wait. Yeah, me either. Um, Godor gear could be purchased from the Calamity Salvager now. As long as you've earned one of the titles, you could buy mm -hmm. all the left side gear. You can't buy the shields or the accessories or the belts or anything. It's just, I always love, I, I can't understand why you can't buy the invisible shield from the Calamity Salvager. I don't understand. But, uh, you know, that's their, maybe, that's just, you know, that's their fucking decision. I guess it is, do you not, maybe you don't need the shield to get the achievement. Maybe that's why. Mm -hmm. I don't have the Paladin achievement done, so I'm not exactly sure how it works. Uh, new items, new recipes, all that shit they're going to re reveal Thursday. I guess it has, yeah. I guess they're just afraid of it affecting stuff. New help text. You can get the Titus and Yuna outfits now if you have them from the yep. fan festivals. I have not and, gotten mine yet. Uh, and if you don't know, all you do is just pretty much go to the uh, Calamity Salvager and trade in your dreams of the faith that you got from um, FanFest. Yeah, yeah, it's the Calamity Salvager. A lot of people are asking what NPC it is. Um, and it's the Calamity Salvager that you have to go to in order to purchase those items. It, it, it's an option that specifically says, uh, you know, like promotional deal or some shit like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, then you have the actual item that it mentions. We didn't even mention that Proto Ultima dropped 270 accessories earlier. But we knew that. But we knew it, yeah. Um, and it's literally any accessory, like a ring, uh, except for belts. No belts. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing was seeing all of the tanks being like, a possibility for a new best in slot ring, yeah! Debt parry. Fuck you. <laughs> you know how many warriors I woke up to today that were like, what do you do? I, every warrior is like, okay, here's here, this is how Square Enix does itemization, alright? Here's this piece of gear. Mm -hmm. There's, there's the accuracy, parry, skill, speed, crit, and determination that can go on this piece of gear. And random generate the first stat. First stat critical hit rate. Awesome. All right. RNG button number two. Determination. All right. Congratulations, guys. Enjoy this patch's itemization. Next patch, you might not be so lucky. So fuck you. That's that's I I'm I I kind of agree with that i begin to think that that's how they do and then like after they've done a few of those they like look at the last one and they go hmm you know what we should probably do this one manually because if it ends up like those it's not going to be <laughs> oh i'm so sorry there's also the body piece the proto ultima mesh honestly it was for me fucking more worth than half the other shit that i could have picked up i'm not picking up anything proto ultima it just I'm no, just get the mesh. The mesh is, is glamour, dude. No. It's item level 150. I don't even want to think about Proto Ultima. I mean, you don't have to. You just go into Dunscape. You don't even have to think about it. <laughs> just have the weekly quest. No. I did okay. it. Come on. Yeah. At, least, at least some of them are good. The Bard one's really good. The Bard, all the, the Bard stuff. It's like all, though the ring, I think, is crit skill speed. So it's pretty decent. Yeah, and, and maybe some of the um, 270 items out of Proto Ultima would be pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the last few things we have on here, grade five materia can now be gotten for red crafter gatherer scripts. So those are capped weekly, but I imagine they'll still have some impact on what the prices are for those. Um, they reduced the difficulty of getting the counterfoils and the receipts, and then they added custom deliveries into the crafting log. And that's pretty much 3.55a in a nutshell.
don't even bother writing patch. Honestly, I kind of just wish they had just done 3.5 FS1 patch and said, you know what, Diadem was broken. I'll see you in two weeks. But we, all, we already know why they're doing A and they're a little bit behind on things. And that's understandable. I, well, I'm just saying, but, I personally, like Proto Ultima would have been less of a problem for so many people mm -hmm. if Diadem had been around to kind of like calm people. I, you know, I say that, but if you use Diadem to calm people, yeah, really? use, yeah, you know what, maybe I should take that back. Because yeah, exactly. That, you know, that may not be applicable. <laughs> it may fuel the fire more depending on how it turns out. Turns out, yeah. yeah I, I, I personally still would have preferred waiting two weeks and just got it getting 3.55 as one whole piece as opposed right. to splitting it into these two pieces. But that's just me. Whatever. People want content. People want content. That is indeed what people want. Like I said, this for for a light off number patch, um, the first part A patch that we ever gotten. Usually, normally light patches, you know, the light patches we, we do get are a little bit more. I wouldn't say meaty because it's just a light patch, but it has a little bit more substance. This is a light patch that had nearly no substance, with the exception of Animal Quest, which takes thirty minutes. So even even then, you like. You can say further that this was just not even a patch in my opinion. Just a tiny little thing to log in. For. Like, oh, these things I was already yeah. doing. Cool. Yeah, I was looking forward to, you know, cool. okay, maybe doing a day's worth of anima and then, you know, go do Proto Ultimate just for shits and gigs. And... Still better than 3.1 at least. <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of comparable. Listen, Diadem Lords of Verminion was pretty bad for a major patch. It, it was kind of comparable. 3.1 felt like a 3.55A. I actually would maybe put Lords of Verminion a little bit above this. I can't, like tiny, I can't. I can't, dude. A tiny I can't bit. Do it. I can't do it. Mm-mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. 3.1 was Thornton, and that's it, as far as I'm concerned. I don't give a shit about the dungeons. Void Arc was a fucking pathetic excuse of a Tony Portman. Like... <laughs> But still better, better than Proto Ultima. Hey, I, you know what? Void Arc didn't give me best in slot accessories. All right, <laughs> Proto Ultima does. That's the real MVP right there. All right. So uh, moving off of patch 3.55a, there's a few things in the current news that we want to talk about. Uh, we got the details for Little's Ladies Little Ladies Day today. Everyone's favorite holiday. <laughs> Ever is it your favorite holiday, Sly? No. Well, good thing because it starts tomorrow. <laughs> it starts tomorrow at uh, at twelve a.m. I've never really gotten like among the seasonal events. There are some I just really skip past. I never really, really did the little ladies' days in the past years. Uh, I don't think I did it last year. I think I skipped it last year. Mm. Um, but it's got a. It's. I mean, compared to the last thing, it's at least got more rewards. A lot more rewards. Yeah, I looked at the rewards for this, and uh, they they did look pretty cool. So I might actually. I mean, one, you're getting an emo. You're getting. Oh, I don't have to pay seven dollars for this one. No. No, this no. one's free for now. It won't be free next year. Next year it'll be two bucks, but it's free yeah. for now. Yeah, all freeze. It's a songbird. Oh, this is the emote where everyone. Yeah. Yeah, you look like you're. Being an yeah, this this is this is where they said dancer confirmed. That's this emote. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you get a full set of armor. One is uh, I think they are. Yeah. One is all female. One is all male. Mm -hmm. It's diable, which is you know I know for glamour people out there like being diable is like numero uno on your list. 
Um, and then there's Eastern Cherry Petal Piles and Little Ladies Day Advertisement uh, Furnishings. Now, my question is, the last event I was done with in eight minutes. Will I be done with this event in eight minutes? Probably. Probably? Probably. They're, like, again, I had never done Little Ladies Day. I they don't will, know they will never outdo Halloween again, will they? At this point, maybe right Halloween now, again. Maybe when Halloween comes back around. Yeah, at this point, it's damn near impossible to top Halloween. What time last year was the Gold Saucer event? What what month? Make the it one, rain. I'ma make it rain. The the murder mystery event. Yeah, the murder mystery event. I want another murder mystery. Me too. I think it was during summer. I want to say it was during. Yeah, summer. it was sometime during summer. I just don't remember what months yeah. it was. Yeah, that was a fun event. I like that. Yeah, do more of that. Do more of that. Um, speaking of the emotes, the seven dollar emotes. What do you think about seven dollar emotes? How do you, how do you feel about paying seven dollars to play dead? When you're a dragoon and you could do it for free. Uh, ah. Yeah. Ah. I've seen some people like play dead in Idle Charm, like really. You actually, I've seen like literally wall, like just like a line of dead people from the entrance of Idleshire, like to the ether. <laughs> like new players, look, come this way. Ah <laughs> uh, man, it goes back to um, FanFest. If um, if you request it, the Empress will make it. As long as you buy it, please buy it. What would you do if the play dead emote? became the you know how you have the slide the job emotes mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> no, i'm good you're good you don't want that thanks what thanks, about though. the backflip though what i love the people's macros where they backflip and then die <laughs> i love that macro combination where it does the backflip it's like kevin hart in the cia movie with the rock yeah uh, that's exactly what it looks like <laughs> Kevin Hart emote. Inspired by Kevin Hart. Don't don't do this. No, come on. No. Why not? No. No. Why can't why can't it be that? I just want to be a dragoon. He just wanted to be a dragoon. That's all he wanted. Alright, so that's current news. Little's lady little ladies' days tomorrow. Get it done. Get your rewards. Uh, get your achievement. Whatever it is you want to do it for, that's your opportunity to do it is tomorrow. The final piece of information is a very interesting one, one that popped up yesterday, but the topic has kind of changed going into today. And a lot of you will know the story, some of you will hear it for the first time. The community highlight is the player almost permaband topic. Now Sly, how do you pay for your subscription or how do you purchase items on the Mog Station, preferably? Card. With a card. Yeah. Yeah, you may want to rethink that. <laughs> so basically the the original post happened i think yesterday yeah a day ago mm-hmm. yesterday where um a player had basically a sort of credit card malfunction the card they had on file uh didn't charge properly and uh and this has been a this is not the first time i've seen plenty of forum posts i've seen plenty of people talk about this before um where the credit card didn't charge properly, and to protect themselves, Square Enix will pretty much flag your account immediately for suspension. In most cases, permanent suspension. Sometimes it's just a 24-hour warning. A lot mm-hmm. of the times, it's 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 a 
permanent, potential permanent suspension of your account just to protect against either credit card fraud or, or uh, any of those things. We have a player who posted on Reddit named Remix Sakura who has been playing the game for over three years. They've made videos, they've organized community events, and this almost got them permabanned. Do you think Square needs to rethink their... Um... I think that they are, they, in light of this situation, they may have to. Because that player was almost, was almost permabanned. Their account was, per, their account was technically flagged as permabanned. They called mm -hmm. Square Enix. You know, they mm -hmm. got a bunch of different support. They even got, I think they even said they got hung up on at some point. Because they, yeah. Um, let's see. Called them every day in a month and a half since this happened. Uh, run the risk of being permabanned. I've been hung up on by customer service twice. Because they were just like, please, you, there has to be something you could do. And the generic customer service people just hung up because, you know, couldn't work with the person. Which is reasonable right. because the person doesn't want their fucking account to be permabanned. Right. All because of this credit card issue. But the good news is, a day later, originally this was going to be all we spoke about yesterday. Mm -hmm. A day later, after thousands of comments, retweets... Um, support from a bunch of people coming out. Mm -hmm. The person had their account unbanned today. Good. It took a hell of a lot of attention to get them unbanned at this point. Yeah. But they, it did indeed happen. They are now unbanned and can enjoy the game. They removed the faulty card that caused the issue in the first place. And they are now strictly purchasing Krista. Yeah, after after that, I would probably move towards Crystal too. I've done Crystal before. Um, yeah, Crystal's a good system. Now that you tell me this, and yeah, like it, it it's a, it's a cautionary tale, and one that Square Enix possibly needs to read and listen to. I'm, I imagine that they they have already you know talked about it. If, if they're if you're doing good customer service, you probably would have already talked about this, and you know. Kind of, I don't think in 24 hours they've actually done anything on the back end other than maybe someone from Square Enix seeing this. Maybe Kahuna, maybe Matt, maybe some. Mm -hmm. I, all I guarantee you is just someone made a call and that was right. it. And they got this account unbanned. Because let's be perfectly clear mm -hmm. this is, like I said, this has happened to many people over the years. And calling for support has not helped those people, too. I've had a hard time, like, well, maybe a year or so ago. Like, I had a, I forgot what the support issue was, but just trying to kind of navigate towards support, the number, the oh, it's right awful. person. It's awful. Like, I, I was transferred so many times. I didn't, like, I thought I called the wrong number or something. It felt like I called the wrong number, but yeah, trying to navigate through support if you have any type of issue, it, it just feels, it, no pun intended, it feels sloppy. I hate, that's not even a pun. That's just, that's a reference. Yeah. There you go. Um, but that person is not satisfied with just being unbanned because they want the system to change. And I honestly, I want, to. I, want I, to. I want it too, which is why I'm bringing it up on the show to give it a little bit more visibility. They specifically have requested 
that if somebody can ask it at the Q&A at PAX East coming up about this exact topic. Now, that's if they do the same format. Last time at PAX East, we were, we were able to actually get questions in as a crowd. That's how we got Peaches, which I hope someone asked about Peaches at PAX East as well. Don't. It would be good to get no. this if it's not already immediately in front of Naoki Yoshida. Because he, here's the thing. Naoki Yoshida isn't somebody who works on this part of Square Enix. This is not right. his responsibility. But for him, his game's reputation gets hurt when shit like this happens. Like the game that he pours exactly. his, his lifeblood into, the, its reputation is hurt because of this. Some people will straight up blame Final Fantasy XIV or they'll just blame the company and XIV is under that and it's something he has absolutely no power of over i'm I'm so glad that he actually continued um the the person actually continues to play the game it would really deter me if shit like this happened and it deters a lot of people yeah it's easy for like someone to get deterred and just say fuck it i quit i can't deal with this even if they rectify the situation everything's good in the end you you get unbanned like, some people would just give up and just not play and just cancel their sub outright. But I, I'm glad that he's actually uh, bringing attention to this rather than, you know, fuck this shit, I'm going home. You know, he's, he's bringing attention to this in a, in a good way, and we, and you and I, as um, part of the community, like, I would, I would implore anyone who's going to PAX, or any, um, even if they don't ask it at PAX, like, for any other live letters or anything, please submit this question. It can only help us. It really can't hurt us. You got you got our back. You got the community. The, definitely, community has anyone's back who has to deal with this stuff. Some people even right. unsubbed just to send a message after reading this. Just like wow. fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're gonna fuck this guy. I'm gonna fuck you too. Here you go. That's pretty much uh, in a nutshell. And you know what? I have had my fair share of issues with Square Enix support, but most of them I played 11 because um, I would call I would call Square Enix. Actually, I think you had to call Play Online support specifically. Not even Square Enix. Or you had to call Square Enix and ask for play online support. I don't even fucking remember. It, uh, anyway, moving on. I had to fucking Google the phone number because I couldn't find it on the website. That's how bad it was. And I called one time, and I don't have my fucking original product keys for activation. I could give them literally every other piece of information on the account, but this uh-huh. one guy refused. He said, I will not reset your password. Because I had forgotten it. Because I hadn't played in like two months maybe and I was trying to, I was like mm-hmm. I thought this was my password and it wouldn't work and he refused because I didn't have that one piece of information to prove that I owned the game so how did you meander around I that? called back and got a different fucking person who actually did something that was literally my way around it but even just that level of inconsistency is like kind of not good and it seems like it just hasn't gotten any better over the years now, customer service is handled in-house or out, out of house? I'm pretty sure they just hire random people who don't know anything about the product outside okay. of what they're taught. Maybe that's the issue right there. Yeah. That's, that's a really huge issue in my opinion. If people don't know about the product, don't give a damn about it, why would they give a damn about your situation? Nope. Sometimes they're just gamers that, like, get it. And that's when you're lucky. But when you just get the person who just took the job because it was fucking tech support and they needed a job, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the worst when you end up getting that. Yeah. So revamp, Square Enix. We want you to take a good hard look at this system for Final Fantasy XIV 
and make sure that these false positives don't get so out of hand because they've been out of hand for a while and they've kind of just slid. But now there's big stories out there. You got to put some action out there. All right. That's what you got to do, Square Enix, so make it happen. On that note, though, I think we have finally come to a close for the show. Sly. Yeah. Yay! So next week, Sly. Next week is the week We get to talk about something other than 3.55A. Well, we don't know what next week. What I'm thinking, uh, I don't know what the current plan is, because Ethis is kind of on a plane right now to Los Angeles, I believe. Yeah. Um, So I don't know what his availability is next Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm still working on a show plan for everyone watching. Uh, I will re- would really like to take the world map and analyze it at some point, go over the different names, the different things we know about the different regions, um, mm-hmm. and start gearing up. And then the following week is a PAX East overview, and then we'll p- probably have 3.55B the following Tuesday. So we've got a few shows planned back-to-back for, for everyone here. Just next week is still kind of up in the air, depending on what Ethis' availability is. Uh, Aerosivio um, will not be until the second half of the 3.5 story. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we, like, a show will magically appear somewhere. Oh, we always magically make uh, shows appear when we need to. Definitely. And then my glasses will disappear when I... Come on. Where's the lighting? There it is. All right. But anyway, Sly, why don't you tell them where they could find you at and what you have planned starting tomorrow. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 7 You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can, you can find me on YouTube uh, backslash The Velvet Room. Uh, you can find me on Behemoth Plot 14, Ward 5 of the Lavender Beds on 14. But, yeah, about that. Um... Starting tomorrow, I will be doing Countdown to the Heist, which is basically a month of nothing but Persona. Starting from Persona 1, going up into uh, Persona Golden, leading up to the release, hopefully if it doesn't get pushed back again, of Persona 5. So there will be a lot of Persona-centric giveaways. There will be Persona-centric anime night. It is going to be fun as fuck. Like, I've been working on a lot of stuff. Uh, really late nights just to get everything ready for this. So, um, yeah, definitely feel free to come by. If you had any questions or wanted to know about Persona or, you know, hype, if you're hyped for P5 or anything, feel free to come by. I have one major question, Sly. Okay. Will you play King's Game with the stream? <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> and you have to wear, a, a, like... The the, the, the shirt, jacket the jacket you don't have you can't open your shirt because it's switched but you can yeah. you can at least have the the collar go up mm-hmm. and get some uh, get some king's game going yeah I need a, I need to get some chopsticks too I can there do you that. yeah you definitely need to get yourself some uh, some chops some chopsticks for the for the king's game yeah. all right and I am your other host uh, Michael Mr Happy Poveromo uh, Mr Happy one two two seven Twitter Twitch Facebook Instagram uh, all those, all the good things, yub tubs, you know, you know yub how it tubs. goes. I'm not doing a Persona month, but I am planning on playing either Persona 3 or 4 just prior to the launch. It's, man, it's going to be tough though, dude, because like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be hard on you. Look at the launch. I'm giving up a lot of stuff in the month of March. Horizon Zero Dawn came out today. Uh-huh. Breath of the Wild is Friday. Uh-huh. Near is Next, well, technically, I could play Nier now, but, you know. Right. Nier is next week on both PC and PS4 mm-hmm. um, in, in the other regions of the world. 
Uh, then you have you have freaking Mass Effect Andromeda on the twenty first. You have the Diadem probably on the fourth, the seventh, or the fourteenth. You mm-hmm. have uh, episode Hearts. Gladiolus. You have episode Gladiolus for Final Fantasy fifteen on the twenty eighth. You have Kingdom Hearts on the twenty eighth. You have probably three point five part two is either going to be on the twenty first and the twenty eighth most likely. Uh-huh. Um, uh, what 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 what's the other one I'm missing? Ringed City for Dark Ring, Souls Ring Ringed City for Dark Souls Three is on the twenty eighth. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm giving up a lot of shit to do this. Like a lot of those things will be guilty pleasure games that I will play off stream for myself. Because the the following week. No, you won't. You're gonna grind in Persona. <laughs> the following week after I'm done with like uh, P4. Peapod hits. Yep. I'll be on that for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's gonna be a, a crazy month, guys. So uh, hopefully, Ooh. all you gamers out there, and then Persona Five in the first week of April. So, um, supposedly. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, the spinoffs from Persona Month. Yeah, he doesn't need to play Ultimax anyway, um, or Q. You don't need to. No, or We're dancing all night. I could do dancing. No, you all don't. Night. No, you don't. Hey, hey wait, wait. Right. All right, we're done. All right, there you go. All mm-hmm. right, that's. I'm gonna pretend you don't exist right now. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna wrap up the show. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week. And until then, take care. Bye, everybody.